everyone, and welcome again to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. I am your host, Brandon Cruz, and with me today, check this out. I know I know you're dying to understand, and well, not understand, but you're dying to hear who my guest is today. Uh, she's the f- owner, founder, and chief executive officer of Blazing Caribou Studios. In addition to her myriad of executive duties in those roles, she's a producer and host for Trivia Geeks Live. I'm, I'm, I got my thumb up in the air. Brokebot Mountain, boom. Sketching Comedy, three, boom. And the brand new show, Feast on History, ba-boom, ba-boom. That's it's two, yeah, or that's four. Of course, I'm talking about Karen McGinnis. Hello, man. My goodness, it's Karen McGinnis. <laughs> hey, Brandon, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you doing today? I am good. As we were discussing, I'm sitting back with my Modella Cerveza, my Negro Modella. <laughs> Ooh, por favor. <laughs> Ready to sit back and kind of catch up. We haven't talked to each other in a while. Really? We, have, we haven't. No, the last time we chatted was on Facebook Messenger. And we, mm-hmm. were, just, and we were just talking about our aspirations in life and in love. You're, re- you're recently I married. was ranking goals with you. We were doing that, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That. Uh-huh. Yeah. We were, we were, it was, it was, it was really insightful. Um, mm-hmm. it was a great discussion. Really. Yes. I haven't had a discussion that in depth or insightful, as I said before in, I would say, Ooh, if I'm counting, if I'm counting back the years, I would say <laughs> maybe two months. <laughs> that, no more, no less. Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I do. I want to talk to you more about all the happenings and goings on at Blazing Caribou Studios a little bit later after we, of course, talk a little bit more about uh, the Twilight Zone, which is which is what this show, I guess, is is about whenever I do actually record an episode <laughs> this week. Dun, 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 that's my dark brooding sound. We're talking about will the real Martian please stand up? Wicky, wicky, season... wick, wick. I had Ooh, to yeah. do it. Got, got to. <laughs> I, I, this, this is the first time actually I was saying it out loud and thinking, oh, this is Marshall Mathers. Right. It's like, why didn't I, why haven't I never put that together? Really? You never eight miled this stuff? I was just mm-hmm. thinking like maybe that bus actually pulled over on eight mile <laughs> and <laughs> that was a <laughs> diner. <laughs> I, I, oh my no, God literally the first time i i realized it or maybe not maybe not literally maybe i did before and i forgot about it because i'm getting old <laughs> it hit me right away and i was like oh man this whole time this is all i'm gonna be thinking <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well it's i, I should have known it it is an old episode it is season two episode 28 of the twilight zone it originally aired in 1961 may 26th to be exact it stars barney phillips who's who was the cafe owner he was in four episodes total of the twilight zone and Bill Irwin, who he was in Home Alone, he was an old man in an airport. He, you would recognize Bill Irwin's face if if you've seen him. Yeah. Uh, and 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 a few other folks. It was directed by Montgomery Pittman, who directed five episodes of Twilight Zone as well. And then written by our main man Rob Serling. I'm joking, Rod Serling. <laughs> I. He's he's the man, and and thank you, Rod, for providing us a teleplay. Anyways, synopsis time. Here we go. After a flying saucer is reported during a snowstorm, two police officers try to suss out alien from human at a nearby diner full of winter travelers. Who is the alien? Who is human? We find out when one of the individuals shows back up to the diner 
unscathed after a bus accident. Who can it be now? Do, 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 do. Men at work? Not this yeah. guy. Yeah. He's alive. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Uh, so anyway, so that, that's, that's the, the basic synopsis. So Carrie, I want to start with you. Uh, general thoughts. What did you think of this episode? Um, let's see. Well, first of all, I, I love these, these old, these old twilight films. I mean, they're really easy to watch. Uh, they're better than, you know, sitting down watching law and order at night. My husband gets sick of that. So I do put these on, um, all the time. (laughs) Don, don. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought, it was this one to me where I feel a lot of the Twilight Zones really do have that twist, that M. Night Shyamalan type of, you know, twist. This one, I, I called it and I hadn't seen this one. So I was really glad that we saw this one because I was like, oh, man, how did I miss this one? You know, so I was like, I was I was really excited. I was like, OK, so I sat down and I nailed it like in the <laughs> beginning. Like I knew the ending. I went, oh, I know the ending. <laughs> I could figure it out. And I don't know what that was with this one. So I was kind of, you know, I mean, I guess I, I liked it. Of course I liked it because, you know, it's one of those uh, older films. But um, not as much as others, definitely. And, and, and so you'd never, you'd never seen this episode then? Nope. Completely okay. missed it. Okay. Uh, so that, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you caught it. The, nailed it the which by the way is a show on netflix is is pretty funny but i'm glad oh my I'm, god can we talk about that for a second did you see the woman with the cupcake their second well, episode episode two it's an oh. old woman oh my god i about died i, love, I laughed I so hard you got to watch this show. I mean, go ahead and listen to this podcast, but seriously, turn off this podcast and go watch Nailed It, episode Nailed two it. with this old woman and, and this cupcake. <laughs> I about lost everything I've ever had. Okay, so go ahead. <laughs> she, she's, she's delightful. I, I love that show. Anyway, uh, oh, yeah. so so yeah, no, I'm glad that you brought up that you you uh, nailed the, the twist at the end because, you know, I've seen the show, this episode, however many times in my life, uh, sure. over a dozen at least, and and I can't recall back to the first time I saw it if I called it like if I knew who it was gonna be. Sure. Um, I and the episode has intentional distractors to kind of like try to throw you off the trail. Obviously, mm-hmm. the old coot, like they they want you to <laughs> yeah. think that the old the old coot is is the alien. right the crazy guy. Yeah, yeah the crazy with, guy with the weird eyes and everything. He's like, ah, you don't look at me. I'm not the crazy Martian. It's <laughs> not me. Well, I yeah. think it might be, you know, yeah, it definitely. They, they try to throw you off a little they, bit. Yeah. They, they try, they try to throw you off with these distractors, much like tests do with, in, in those, but with questions, yes, tests, tests, with questions. questions, they really exactly. are distractors. Um, yeah. and so what, what was it about some of those characters in there? The, the, like there's a, the, the newlywed couple who like all of a sudden doubted that they like, Oh, I never saw that mole before. <laughs> what 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 a, what about it gave it away for you? I guess even with all the, the distractors in there, <clears throat> it was it was almost from the get, right? I mean, I, I, you walk in and hey, spoiler alert! We're telling you what happens in this film um, or in this show, but uh, oh, yeah. you know, you walk in and there's this very stoic old man, and if you just kind of look as look at a picture as a whole, 
right? I'm an artist, so I have a tendency to look at things as a picture. And I'm looking back, and I can see all of these very eccentric characters. And you can see, see their parts. But there's this guy sitting in the middle. And you've got, you've got the, um, the shop owner as well. And they're both kind of sitting there. And they almost look like fixtures. And how, how twists really kind of work is is when they flip that and you're you're not looking at the obvious thing. And to me it was so inobvious, it was obvious. So like looking at this like, you know, um ginger from uh uh Gilligan's Island woman to the side, like, oh hello, and how are you? You know, it's like <laughs> You know, they made that really obvious that it wasn't her. And then, like, the guy who was just laughing at the crazy guy with the eyes and stuff like that, you know, everybody was just laughing. Like, ah, it was just, it was, it was typical Twilight Zone. It's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to kind of feel a little like something's off, but I can't put my finger on it. But on on this, for this reason, it was just like this, this old guy was sitting there. And I'm like, he's too stoic. He's too, he's too normal where they have all of these abnormalities. You know, if you look at it, you know, and that was the whole thing. It was like the woman who, um, the old couple or whatever, they're just like, ah, you know, like crank, like overly cranky, you know? And then you had the newlyweds that were overly newly, you know what I mean? It was just kind of like, oh, we're all over each other. And then it's like, oh no, who are you? It was just so dramatic and then you had this old guy who was just sitting here like i need to get to a business meeting is that okay with you let's get on the bus so so they were definitely it was very to me it was very obvious yeah i'm mr john smith and i have a business meeting too it's uh do you watch bojack horseman Oh, I love BoJack Horseman. It's, it's like, I absolutely. Uh, this is why we're friends, Brandon. Like we're like, kind of on the same it's that, crazy it's like, shows of everything. It's like that uh, kid who dresses up like the the kids that dress up like an adult. <laughs> I forget. I forget the, the character's name. Right? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but it's like it's it's so obvious that right. You know, uh, okay, I don't know right. why it reminds me of that, but it does. Uh, okay. So now, so there's a there's that part of the twist where it turns out that it is uh, the cranky old guy played by, oh I I, I saw who oh John Hoyt John Hoyt played mm-hmm. uh, the cranky old guy and it was Ross, mm-hmm. uh, so you you find out he's the alien because at the end of the episode they you know the they're saying oh, the bridge has too much snow on it mm-hmm. and if you get back on the bus it's liable to collapse so you don't want we don't want to drive across the bridge yet. Um, and then uh, there's an illusion that the alien uses Ross uses to say to make the phone ring and say, "Oh, it's the bridge engineer." He says that's good. So they drive, mm-hmm. they they leave. Uh, they John Hoyt comes back and he's like, "Ah, yeah, I'm I survived this bus accident. The bus, mm-hmm. the, the bridge actually wasn't safe at all." Right. And, and so now we know that he's an alien, and he tells the shop owner. Uh, Barney Phillips, Haley, the bartender that, mm-hmm. yeah, Hey, he's on a, he's on a, he's a scout coming from Mars. They're about mm-hmm. to colonize. So that's, that's one twist. And then the secondary twist. Now, did you also see that one coming? Yes. And okay. that now the only reason being was I originally, this is how, this is how it went in my mind. I, when everybody walked in, the first thing I said, that's the alien because in my head, 
it was that was obvious to me i'm like it must be the shop owner because he's the only one there before everybody else and it would make sense that he was the one that like i was thinking in my head like maybe he killed the guy who originally was there and he kind of made you know made it seem like he was always there like who would know what the shop owner looks like if there's like you know nobody there right that was my original thought process and then as i started seeing them talk and i'm like that's when I came up with the fact that I'm like, yeah, they're both aliens. And I'm like, I get it. But I didn't under, I didn't know like how they were going to do that, of course. I mean, I couldn't predict that. But I did feel like they were both equal candidates. So, I mean, I guess in a way, maybe I thought it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. That should be more fair. I thought it was one or the other. But as soon as he started talking at the end, I'm like, no, it's both. So I was able to guess that. So... Yeah, he he got, he got he was initially kind of shocked and, and and put back when the reveal from John Hoyt came, and then immediately his his demeanor shifts and he's far more confident. And I think that to right. to, to me that is the moment where I'm like, okay, yeah, he's 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 too confident not to be a, an alien at this point. In time. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting. I was trying to like think in my head if there's anything like this out there, like that's similar, any movies or anything like that. Yeah, that's that, that's a note I had on on here to to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you do have not necessarily aliens, but you do have like uh, identity. Identity is a the movie with John Cusack, and mm-hmm. uh, where. They're they're stuck in a hotel. The bridges are out. It's it's a stormy night, and somebody is killing everybody. And mm-hmm. what? And and who is it? Who is it? And I think I want to say Agatha Christie, but I don't think that's necessarily right. But Ten Little Indians, that's another one of those those type stories. Where like, who's the murderer? Murder on the Orient Express. You know, I right? would even go as far as saying Get Out from this year, from last year actually. That get out. you know, yeah, Get Out. I mean. I watched that film. Yep. Um, I watched that film. And I mean, through the whole thing, all I thought was Twilight Zone. Like, I I mean, I felt it the whole way or Stepford Wives or some feeling like that. And you just didn't know who these people were until they really came out and went, boom, this is who they are in your face. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, are we allowed to swear on here? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't care what you say. All right. Shit. Um, But yeah, yeah, it's fine. And... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those. I love those those shows though that do the reveal, and can kind of flip flop it, and you're just kind of shocked. Like this is not what I thought at all was going to happen. This is not who the person was at all that I thought it was going to be, and I mean that all derives from these Twilight Zones. So I mean, you could really pick any movie or any like show that has influence like that now that that uh, has to derive right from this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wanted, I wanted to ask uh, this kind of thought, mm-hmm. like, well, thought question. It's a question because based off a of thought, whatever. It, and it's <laughs> like tw- tw- a twist. question. Is it a question? It's a th- or is it a quad? <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> question. <laughs> quad do you think? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, it, and the, hashtag quat the, the question <laughs> is this okay with with twist movies i've i've found that 
a really good movie that has a twist, you can then go back and rewatch it and yes. then and examine it and it's still it still holds up. Yeah. Uh, whereas a a movie or show that has a bad twist might get you that initial time, but upon rewatch, you know, like that those details don't add up as as much. Mm-hmm. And and so I want to I want to ask if you were to rewatch this episode, I'm not sure how many times you watched it, but if you were to rewatch it with knowing the twist in mind, does it hold up as a, as a good twist? Yeah, I think it does. I mean, I think that um, I always try to take the cheese factor out of the Twilight Zone, you know, like, you know, the the goofiness about it, because, I mean, it was a simpler time. But I think, yeah, I think it's one of those that you rewatch again. And you're like, man, I, I miss that. Like, where where was that coming from? And, you know, or this clue didn't really add up to this clue. I think I'm so at this point because it's. 2018 and we've seen all of these things and we basically can pretty much you know old tv is is a lot simpler for us to watch and the storylines are a lot easier to follow and we've seen so many things that are just amazing movies and stuff like that now um but i think like it's definitely one of those those shows that holds your interest you know and it's one of those that like so, example, my husband didn't watch it, and I'd be interested to watch it with him to see. I'd be like this, huh? Huh? you know? Uh, uh? Do you do, do you know who it is? Well, like do, a, did you figure it out? And then have you to like, put a pillow on the side of your face, You're like, oh my god! <laughs> I know. Oh it's like, god. could you figure it out? Did you figure it out? Because those are fun. I think. Uh, I mean, I get lucky on a lot of these. Um, sometimes I totally call it. Sometimes I just absolutely just missed the boat but um this one i just i nailed i don't know what what that was what it was i mean maybe i was expecting it i was like ah, brandon what do you got me watching here i <laughs> figure this out and i think it was in my head i mean those the one thing that i will say about twilight zones um sometimes when they give you a title like with the real martian please stand up you're looking for it mm-hmm. and i wish they wouldn't do that i wish they'd give me more of a vague title or a um ambiguous title that i don't even know what i'm watching but i'm watching a twilight you know twilight show and i'm like okay it's it's the twilight zone show okay i don't know what this is about and i'm more questioning how the title fits in with with the actual show i love those i love that when it's the whole um Oh, now I know why it's called this, you know, and you don't realize it until the end. You're like, oh, that's why they called it the Titanic. Did you know it sunk? Oh, my. No, (laughs) no. I thought, no, I thought that was the Britannic movie. I (laughs) Um, No, and like No Country for Old Men. You 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 watch that movie. You're like, I don't know what this. Why? What does this title have to do with anything? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then and then knowing, finding out that the whole part with. Uh, Llewellyn being chased by Bardem like that's Mm -hmm. that's actually not the main point of that whole movie the whole point of the movie is that Tommy Lee Jones is getting old and it's his reactions to this kind of mindless violence that's going on that forces him to retire at the end of the movie like the movie Mm -hmm. is really really about him when it comes down to it and it's no country for old men because he's getting old 
You know, another good uh, Netflix right now is Seven Seconds. You don't know what this title means or how it relates to this. Now, I don't know if you've seen this series, but you really should. It has Regina King in it, and it just shows she's like one of the best actresses in Hollywood. It just, she's from the old 227. I don't know if you remember her. Uh, I think she was in, uh, 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 oh God, show me uh, the money. What movie is that? Oh, uh, American <laughs> Idol. Bar. Yeah. Anyway, um, but she's, <laughs> she's really great. And this whole movie, uh, this whole series, it's, it's what I like about this on, on this series. It's, it's one season. That's it. And they tell the story in like 13 episodes, 10, 13 episodes or whatever. And then it's over. But you don't know what any of that means until the very last two minutes of the movie of the whole show. Huh. And it's, it's really cool. And I like it. And I, and such a twist. It's a, such a twist. So it's a very uh, normalizing. I'll tell you what, it, even though that <clears throat> don't spoil it, I'm not, it is very twilight zony as you're watching it because it's very true and, you know, type of a story that it could totally happen, mm-hmm. but it's just a little bit off. And you can never, that's what I always loved about the Twilight Zone. Cause it's just like, this could totally happen, but, you know, I mean, you got to have Martians in order to make this, this movie work. Or, sure. you know, it's always like one thing that's just kind of a little, eh, yeah. everybody has to have pig faces. And you're like, oh, okay. It, it's kind of like, like it, high school. It's like five, four time. It's just a little, it's a little <laughs> Yes, or three-fourths time. Exactly. Either yeah, way, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, exactly. Get to stepping. I, 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 will, I will say, <laughs> I, will say uh, I, I watched it again last night, and there's, there's a few things that kind of, when, when, you, when they're real at the end, is then compared to what Hoyt says throughout the actual episode. So mm-hmm. when when we first meet him, he's talking about he has a business meeting in Boston and he has to get mm-hmm. to Boston and he's he's using all these kind of complicated this this complicated excuse to why he needs to leave on the on the bus, and then one of the first things uh, Barney Phillips asks him about you know crawling out of the lake or the river mm-hmm. is why aren't you wet, <laughs> and John Hoyt asks wet, what is wet. Like, what is do, do, what, what do you, why don't you know what wet means, but you know what a <laughs> business meeting in Boston <laughs> is meant to entail? Right. <laughs> so, it's so like little things like that. When I know the twist, I'm like, ah, yeah, maybe if you leave that wet line out, then I, I can get behind this a little bit more. <laughs> so, I always tell everybody, just leave the wet line out. But <laughs> I think what, what is to say about that, this is why it can hold up. Because I think he's a Martian that plays a part and he knows his role. He knows all of the information that he's supposed to portray and give. And I think that if, when there's anything that's kind of thrown off from that, that's where he gets confused. So that's, that's why you get the, you know, what is wet comment. He knows what a business meeting is, is because when he was in, you know, up in Martianville, <laughs> <laughs> Up in my favorite, anyway, my favorite Jimmy Buffett song. I was gonna say, but he's he's up there doing his thing. I think he's learning how to be a person and just 
like just like you would study something you know you'd go over it over and over again i have to go to this business meeting in boston you know i ride this bus i do these things da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden what is wet you didn't study that he's got to play that off and he's like ah screw it i'm gonna pull a third arm out of my coat what are you gonna do <laughs> uh i i do have a couple comments on, on this third arm <laughs> Third, third arm. It is a third arm. Please tell your audience it's an actual third arm. It is, that we're it is, not. It's it not a euphemism. Not a, it is not a penis. It Mm-mm. is. A, it is an actual arm played by somebody not a penis as well. <laughs> uh, that's that's not what I wanted to comment on the the third arm, but I'm glad the disclaimer is out and about. Uh, okay, third arm and coffee. Let's go. Just step back just a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. the first comment I has have is when they, when they're about to get back on the bus and Barney Phillips is saying, okay, uh, come get your check. And then he checks somebody out and they're like, oh, you had pie or something. And then John Hoyt, this is your first, like your first real clue that he's not who he says he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hoyt goes up and Barney Phillips says, okay, 14 cups of coffee, dollar 40. <laughs> And then, and like, okay, like I had a venti uh, double shot earlier today, right? And yeah. and that was enough for me. Fourteen, yeah. fourteen cups. No, no person drinks fourteen cups without getting a, a, a nice and nice and flush or whatever. Well, <laughs> the other thing is too, you could put that the other way because he's only charging a dollar forty for fourteen cups of coffee. What what insane person? Except maybe an alien would charge only a dollar forty for fourteen cups of coffee. I, I honestly, I, God, I thought it's about like that. six bucks just to walk into a Starbucks. It's <laughs> like we need. I'm sorry, but there's a standing room only fee. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just stand over here. Thanks. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'll sell you my coffee pot for a nickel. Uh, <laughs> like, why? Why would you do that? Uh, I'm not an alien. I could tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so his name his name would have been like a and then dot leon that's like his name like mr a dot leon it's like hmm, could we figure this one out that's, that's like that's like in, in rick and morty when they're uh they have a coach ferratu <laughs> yes. and the, the end credits the end credits like why, why would he why would he call himself coach ferratu like hoping he could be like john smith or something it's stupid of course of course we they know who he is right <laughs> uh the uh so the, um, the other thought had with the third three arms and the coffee uh mm-hmm. i i had to watch extra pay extra attention to see like which arm is which one which arm is his and which arm mm-hmm. is the the actor in the back and mm-hmm. it's it's the coffee hand that's the one yeah. you can tell because he like he has to bend down to to drink the coffee yeah yeah it took me a minute too it's funny you did that i did the same thing i'm watching him because he's like you know it's kind of like okay don't spill this fucking hot coffee on my lips you know it's yeah. like he's kind of doing the whole whose line is it anyway with the with the three arms coming at you and he's just like okay i'm putting my face here just go ahead and just go ahead and put the food into my mouth yeah, yeah. i saw that too it was actually done pretty pretty good though i mean if yeah. you're not looking for it like a couple of cynics that we are that were like oh is this cgi this is horrible horrible 
Uh, Marvel could do such a better job. What is this? <laughs> need be- you need better makeup with your third eye, which also is <laughs> yeah. a euphemism for a penis. Let me just throw that out there. Uh, it kind of could be. It like, could've... yeah, it's like we got third arms and third eyes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, my God. Yes. Rod just loved. The... <laughs> Rod loved yeah. the what? Uh, say the, it. The Finish dick. that sentence. The dick. I was going to say it's dick. Like the... Why do I get on episodes of shows and it, they turn into the dick shows? I don't know what that is. You do that when you come on Trivia Geeks to me do every I? time. What is <laughs> Yeah, there's like there's like penis jokes thrown back and forth and I'm just like I I'm like I'm really a normal person. I'm quite quiet at home. I <laughs> I'm like I like history and I like to eat and I drink some and I don't know where all these penises just keep popping me in the head from I, all different directions. I I tend to avoid uh, penis jokes just as a <laughs> as a point of contention. I, I just try to I just try good. to avoid them. Um because I'm ashamed of what I own. Okay. So <laughs> the next thing that I wanted to to bring up was uh, I, I gave you a little bit of time to so you didn't choke on your, mm-hmm, your beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm so I get as well. I get that didn't come out right. <laughs> Here's a blooper for you. <laughs> okay. Bloop, <clears throat> okay, I give all my guests, Carrie. I give every guest the opportunity to rate the show, this episode, in whatever scale that you choose. It could be one, one through five. It could be five through gajillion. Three eyes, four eyes, whatever. I have hamster people. Mm-hmm. You know, what What do you rate this episode? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, deep. I'm I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it out of a scale of not occupying and total invasion. Okay. I'm gonna say. They've landed and taken over the Netherlands, but not completely invaded <laughs> the entire world. So they're like they're. I'm on, gonna give you a minute. They're, I'm gonna give you a minute. They're on the beachhead, <laughs> but they they haven't completely gone onto the gone right. into the Netherlands. Right? Does the Netherlands has a beach? Right? I think so. It's got water around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you're in the Air Force, don't you? Fly in planes and look. I do. That's that's there. that's my job. I don't. I just I just look around. They put me on a plane and I look around. Uh, Professional I, looker. I'm going to try to transcribe your rating scheme in, into my own words. So if if they're not quite invading, they're I mean they're trying right. they're trying to invade, but they're not quite there. Right. I would say that similarly. I would give this episode a um a boomer sooner people trying to take land when they shot the guns for Oklahoma and people people jumped the gun and they just started running to grab as much land as they could. Homestead. Yes. It was the Homestead Act. So I give it a boomer sooner. You give it a let's invade the Netherlands, which I think I think that's pretty good. I think, that's I think it's good. equal. I think we're right at the same page. Yeah, the the episode turns out to be pretty good by by our standards. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I ask my our our listeners to let us know what your rating scale is in the land grab. 
Yeah, um, they, they have to put it in these terms, though. Jeez. Good good luck. Good luck, everyone. Uh, Carrie, do you have any? Do you have any final thoughts on the episode? Oh, jeez. Um, I should I should have asked that first, and then the rating scale. But whatever, whatever. Yeah. Last thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, it's it's a good show. It's definitely uh, worth a view. All of Twilight Zones are worth a view because they are so influential on um, so much television and um, movies that we watch today that you can always see a little bit of something in there that influences something that you're watching today. So it's definitely worth a watch. Like, and I think it's always interesting to watch how far we've come. It's kind of like the star Wars, you know, type of a, of a thing where, you know, like, Oh my God, how, how have we come this far since then? So definitely worth a watch. Um, if you, if you enjoy, you know, twilight zone, um, or any, any films or anything ever, you should watch it. <laughs> any, any, stop winking at me. No, I was, I was winking at you. Cause I like, transition time <laughs> i got you i now i'm going to segue huh wink wink <laughs> that yes absolutely you're absolutely right about all of that carrie and and you know twilight zone is a great place to to catch that listening to my show is not as great but tell you what i know a few other shows other podcasts out there that have some similar themes i don't know if you like westworld but I think, hmm. Carrie, you have something that could uh, be a cure for that itch. Hmm. <laughs> yes, we do. We have a show called Brokebot Mountain. <laughs> yes. We have a show called Brokebot Mountain on the network, on Blazing Caribou Network. Um, that's hosted by Phil Rude and David Luzader. And what's really funny is this actually started out as three dorky guys just putting this together um me uh phil and david um putting together something over westworld we watched that show in depth and you could tell that we watched it in depth i think i've seen it four times the first season and we're gonna watch about to watch it one more because hey it's coming back around so phil and david have taken over in the interim until westworld uh, comes back and they kind of went off on a, their own little sci-fi tangent and watched some sci-fi stuff. And Brandon, you're always on there because they're bored and they want to pull you in. So, hey, <laughs> why not? Um, but, yeah, it's it's a great show. And you can check that out on BlazingCaribouStudios.com. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that, that's that's awesome. And yes, I have been a guest on it a few times. Uh, you know, not bragging, <laughs> but uh, you, you also you also have you also have a few other shows. You have Trivia Geeks Live, which I've been on that twice and mm-hmm. both times a winner because, you know. Yep. Uh, I was I was with you the first time and we won and then I was with Phil the other time and then I and then we won, and and really yeah I think the the you know the consistent variable there is you is is me I, I'm just throwing it there <laughs> so Trivia Geeks Live that's that's a great show Brokeback Mountain um your sh- you you came up with a new show Feast on History mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that uh yeah actually this this show started out as a hobby. And it will continue to be a hobby, which is good because sometimes you just need a hobby yeah. type of a show um, as opposed to like feeling like it's work or those types of things. And this this show came from my husband and I and my daughter were kind of like all sitting around um, and the rule is like no cell phones at the table for dinner. And we were talking and having a discussion about pizza. We were all eating pizza and stuff. And we asked about uh, my daughter, Reagan, she says to me, she's like, where did pizza come from? 
And I'm like, I don't know, I think China. And then, you know, my husband speaks up and he's just like, no, I think it's Naples. And then she's like, man, I thought it was like Rome, you know, like we had all these different answers. And so, you know, we all hurry up and ate because we were like, we can't touch the phones until like the food is in our mouths kind of a thing. And we hurry up and ate and we got to our phones and we like Googled it and it turns out we were all right. And I found that completely fascinating. And I said to myself, man, how many times do you listen to a show, like a food show? And it sounds so pretentious. And it's just like, you know, they always throw a recipe at you. Like you have to cook this. And if you don't do it, then you're not cool like us and you're not as hip as us. And what do you mean you don't know what a roulade is? It's like, oh, bite me. I just want to learn about and, some food. Yeah, and they you have know? it in Vegas. You know, always right, bet on absolutely. black. Absolutely. And so I was kind of fascinated. I've always been fascinated with food because, you know, I eat it, first of all, but I just I just always have had a, his, a fascination with history as well. Mm-hmm. And the two just kind of married together. And it's just, it's really neat kind of going through and finding these stories through time. Like one of my favorite stories, and we'll do a whole, we'll do an episode on uh, the Depression era, but the fact that uh, Eleanor Roosevelt served hot dogs to the queen and got away with that. And um, like, oh, these are lovely hot dogs. Oh, love them. These are great. Put them in your mouth. Is that how they, she never had a hot dog before. And Eleanor Roosevelt just busted out and made these for her. So, I mean, there's there's lots of great stories through history and stuff, and I just feel that this is a good place to have them told. So um, I have that show with my co-host, Andrea Fritas, and we do that. It's once a month. It's nothing crazy. So, I mean, you're going to have to wait in between <laughs> and type of a thing. But eventually, if you just let them all build up, you'll be able to hear, like, 12 in a row. So <laughs> that's how that goes. So it's it's a great show. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So. Yeah, that that's fantastic, and I I, I listened to the, the first episode, and and I was hungry for more. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but I was, and I'm, I'm still hungry. I haven't, I didn't eat Good. lunch today. Yeah. Uh, so you, so yeah, you, you uh, listeners, you really need to go check out really everything at Blazing Caribou. Uh, they're all super fantastic people. I wouldn't associate myself with them otherwise. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have reached out directly to Carrie and said, Hey, I need you, please. Actually, I mean, you were, <laughs> you responded to the Facebook thing and then I, then I yeah. hit you up, but I didn't have to respond to you. No, you didn't. You're like, who's that bitch? Cause uh, why she keep messaging me. I was me like, oh, things. How, when, when did again? I add her as a friend? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait again, again, uh, she just she wants to be on everything that I do. I think she has a crush. Quit. I have a Brandon crush. I have, I have a wife. I have a wife and you have a husband. We can't we can't do this anymore. <laughs> we can't keep meeting like this. We, Not on podcast. Someone's gonna find out. Someone is gonna find out. It's one of the two listeners is gonna find out. It's tell. on audio. There's a record of this. <laughs> uh okay. Well, um don't tell our, our spouses, but no, is there any no. is there any way for the listeners to find you in Blazing Caribou and all your shows? What's the best way for people to do that? It's real easy. Just head on over to BlazingCaribouStudios.com. You can get a list of all of our great shows. I, d- I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Varmints and 8-Bit oh, yeah. and Sketching Comedy and The Dog Guru and The One True Way and Two Peas and a Podcast. Yes. Probably missing somebody and somebody's going to get mad, but I'm doing the best I can. Um, but 
they're all great shows. And what's really cool about my network, what I decided was to kind of get all of the the different types of podcasts that aren't really out there in the mix and also criminal <laughs> criminal wait, criminal minds. What is that show? What do uh, we have? Criminal are criminal you- justice. Are you talking about I don't like, know. We have like, a criminal like show. true crime podcast? Yeah, yeah, it's a true crime. But what we did is they're not typical. They're not the, the typical true crime podcast. Like, um, you know, what we have is more of uh, like Mr. Hyde. He does the true crime podcast. And it's about gay, lesbian, black, people of color and things like that. And I really like to get a voice out there of somebody different. We have a lot of female podcasters, which is a lot different. Um, we talk about animals. We try to have nice things on the network. There's not a lot of bros and those types of things and drinking and that, and <clears throat> except trivia geeks, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, we try to educate and have fun, and they are such a wonderful, great group of people that are so inspiring and so super supportive. I don't know what I would do without them. I mean, they're great, and we have so much stuff going on at the network. I'm super excited. So, Head on over there to BlazingCaribouStudios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Blazing Caribou, or you can find us on Facebook at Blazing Caribou and head on over to The Herd and join our Facebook discussion group, and you will get all information in there about every show that we do, and you can kind of jump into all those little fun things. So, all, all, Absolutely. All, all of it, all of it. And, and, and <laughs> I just want to end, end the thought with, you know, in, in your bio, there are those those four shows, but there are really just an extensive amount of, of good content and dip and unique content on your, uh, in your network. So, uh, shout out to, to Paul Chomo, old, old Polly, old Polly Cho and, yeah. uh, uh, doing the varmint stuff. He sent me a magnet the other day. I was like, Oh, sweet. Oh, he's a sweetheart. Uh, but yeah, it has to be, it has to be so, so much work to, to maintain and, and, um, have a successful network and what helps that out is having fantastic people to work with, with you. And so I, I think you do have a good crew over there. And so good, good, good on you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. It is a lot of fun and I'm super appreciative of all the things that are about to come. Not to mention my daughter has a podcast too. So she <gasps> does, she does one on there. If you've never listened to eat bit before. You want to hear a snarky little teen who's about to go to college. Turn that on. It's kind of fun to listen to. She talks about video games and it's a kind of a, it's a funny show because it's, it's a, it's a retro throwback Uh of all these old games. Like for example, Pac-Man and she has to go play it. And so she comes back and she's like, what is this shit? What is this game that I'm playing? Like I've got, you know, all these like cool, you know, uh, new, new whatever i can't even think brandon what's a new video game i've got like new video games i've got like call of duty and all those other things battlegrounds i'm (laughs) right overwatch what are these things so yeah there you go (laughs) name a couple and uh she uh she's pretty funny she's pretty accurate too about like um about people her age so she's 17 and you know kind of hangs out with these 40 year old people who are playing these retro games that they absolutely love and it makes a lot of sense because what's really neat is you know i'm in my 40s and they're in their 40s so it's it's the video games that i'm going to show her how to play so it works out really well don't give me those eyebrows like oh my god you're that old 
we no, need to that, put that this was, level that there was a, right That now. was like, you're not 40, you dummy. I, I, you know, me and Chris Green, I don't know what it is. I get that all the time, and so does he. No, I'm 42. He's 43. Uh, I, I will be 43 in a couple of months. Well, consider color me shocked. Color. <laughs> I don't know what color that is, but I don't have, either. I mean, Crayola <laughs> probably has has a version of it somewhere. <laughs> anyway, oh my god, it's been so much fun. <laughs> well, well, th- thank thank you so much for for coming on the show, Carrie. I you know oh, I you welcome. know I appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you need me to fill in, I come on here and watch some stupid show. All right, <laughs> talk uh, about. I'm it. marking it. Check. Carrie, check. <laughs> Season three is right around the corner, and I need yep. more people. So, <laughs> oh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh well, that's. I mean, that's a different show. Rick and Morty's. Different that's show. a different. That doesn't even connect to here at all. So we just no. Even though it's all over the bottom of the screen. <laughs> well, that's. Well, I, I, this isn't on video. You know, they don't see the international <laughs> RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast art at the bottom, found on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever podcast apps are. They don't see that. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Uh, again, thank, thank you so much for, for coming on. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> for the rest of you, if you want to get a hold of the show, let me just let me tell you how to do that. You can hit me up on Twitter. I am at S4YA underscore podcast. Or send me an email, S4YA podcast at gmail.com. That's S as in submitted for the number, as in for the number, YA, young adult podcast at gmail.com. Send me, send me an email. Love to hear from you. And until next time, with the season two finale, I am Brandon Cruz, and this is submitted for your approval. <laughs> <laughs>